<laughs> yes. yes. But like, the comparison like with me and some people. So that'd be something neat to see, you know, the Harris Harris at The Pirates playing in, in Williamsport wasn't a show. Welcome to episode 56 of the Now Sports Podcast, the home of sports talk for everyone. I'm David. I'm Jason. Welcome aboard. Uh, gotta love this time of year, Jason, right? Fall season. Uh, this year especially, yeah. So, and, and of course, we're all happy <laughs> so far after today, which is October 14th. I had to look at the clock there because uh, I forgot what day it was actually. Let's not get too ahead of ourselves. No, but it is still, I'm a, hey, I'm thrilled where they're sitting. So, first period, MLB playoff updates. If you're watching this on YouTube, you can see Jason's looking a little red. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm in my orange because well the Flyers won their opening day, which we'll get into that later. But I'm um, shocked so, at how I'm actually shocked on how the playoffs have been going this year. But there's one game I really want to I really want to say, and I want to get your opinion on it. This was during the wild card games, and it was oh come on where's that? It was the Rays and the Guardians game two. Did you happen to see the score of that game? No. One nothing. Fifteen innings. Yes, I did see that with the walk off homer. Yeah. Yes. I saw. I saw the ending. I didn't see the game because. Yeah, it's nothing in it for us on that one. Yeah, there's, <laughs> there's 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 nothing at stake for that one for me. So. But no, just to think of that: fifteen innings and a walk off home run. That's a hell of an ending. That ha- yeah, that had to be the craziest thing to and and to do even do it at home. That 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 place had to be erupting. Yeah, and had- uh, I mean, we might as well just go right into it. The Guardians are sitting one and one, tied with the Yankees. Um. But I think the bigger story out of this is that Aaron Judge, the AL single season home run leader, honestly, my opinion, the only single season home run leader, uh, Barry Bonds can suck it and Mark McGuire can suck it and Sammy Sosa can definitely suck it because a little bitter, aren't we? Because we all know what they did and how they did it to get to where they were. Um, anyway, Judge is currently sitting at 0-7 in the playoffs. Well, think how long it took him to hit that, you know, hit that 60-second home run, too. Right. Took him a while just to get it. Because going into this, he was the talk of baseball. Um, and he looked pretty unstoppable. And, and look, I'm... I like Aaron Judge. Aaron Judge might very well be the first player since Jeter to come up from the farm system to becoming the face of the the franchise. You know, he wasn't someone they traded away for. He wasn't someone that, you know, they they got in a rule five or they, they, you know, did free agent money for. He's someone who worked his way up through the farm system. He, he played in Scranton Wilkesbury. So, I mean, he he earned this. He earned this season. So it is very shocking when he goes 0 for 7. It is pretty nice to see somebody that has come up through the system and making a name for himself. 
And and then the reason I say just like Jeter is because I don't think there's been someone since Jeter left. You mean that... clean? <laughs> well, there's. <laughs> do we want to go down the Derek Jeter STD tree? I mean, is this something we're gonna do? Ish, I should say. Herpes then. galore. Anyway, but but is that a banned substance? <laughs> It's it's not a banned substance. <laughs> I mean, only Jessica Alba, Jessica Biel, Mariah Carey, Scarlett Johansson, and a few others would know. Yeah, I still like Jeter. I can't. I'm just I'm making <laughs> because it's funny. But I mean, oh. who the hell? Who the hell <laughs> gives your one night stand a signed baseball? Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for the memory, the captain. Hey, whatever works. Whatever you were works. Tight the stretch, the captain. Oh, oh, oh. hitting oh, home run. God. Okay, we need to. We need to just. This is this is this is material for the Randy's podcast, not NASPOD. I'm all over the place tonight. Shocking. What aren't you? Um, <laughs> but no, it's it's it, speaking of shocking. It is. It's it's shocking that Judge is struggling the way he is currently in in the postseason, uh, especially with them being tied one and one. I think if he gets hot again, it's it's going to be over for Cleveland. Um well, the next two games are in Cleveland, so maybe Cleveland can have that home uh, home field advantage. I mean, that's always a difference maker, and that's the belief that the Mariners have going into their series with the Astros as they're down to nothing. Um, I got to be honest, I'm really pulling for the Mariners for a variety of reasons. One, it's a good franchise to Crawford was in the Phillies organization. He was, he was swapped for uh, Gene Segura when they brought Segura over. And I think it was, it was a very beneficial trade for both players and both teams. Plus uh, Brad from baseball together and jewel, who is Brad's co-host on the Seattle baseball together podcast, our friends. Uh, I want to see the Mariners do well for them. So I'm hoping that when that goes back to Seattle, the Mariners can, uh, can take those games and tie it up and force a game five. When was Seattle like far into the playoffs? Well, trying the to last think. time was 2001. Gotcha. That's what I thought. I didn't think it was recent. No. So, so the, the Mariners and the Phillies were one in two for the longest playoff drought in, in baseball. With the Mariners being 2001, the Phils being 2011. Uh, so with both teams getting into the playoffs, those droughts are currently over. And I want to say it is the Pirates or the Angels who currently have the longest drought. Um, uh, according to this. Detroit Tigers Pir and the Angels. I was going to say, according to this, the Pirates were in 2016. But the, so the, the Tigers angels and Angels. And, and the Angels and the Tigers. I knew the Angels were were one of them. All that money they've spent. Um, anyway. Um, um, and then as of this recording, 
the Dodgers and the Padres are currently tied 1-1 in the series. It is top of the fifth. Top two of the one, fifth, and the Padres two one are nothing. 2-1. 2-1, two outs. Oh, so they got one. Okay, I didn't catch when the Dodgers scored. Sorry about that. Um, no, I just actually I have I have the game actually on the on the iPad across from here. So I just looked over. I do to too, see but that. it's over here. Not in, it's in my peripheral vision, not in my 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 immediate vision. Anyway, um, <laughs> so let's get to the reason why we're talking about this. And you alluded to my outfit for those not viewing on YouTube. Uh, the Phils are currently leading their series 2-1. Um, man, was that game this <laughs> evening something. And um, my co-host, Tori, for the Philly Baseball Together pod, he was there. Oh, was he? Him nice. And dad, him and his dad and his brother-in-law were there. And uh, he definitely sent some, some fun pictures. Uh, there was a lady that had a sign that said... Uh, <laughs> Alec gives me a lady boomer. Oh, jeez, <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, I'll see if I can copy it and send it to you in the chat so you can see it. It's great. Um, well, when I, well, after the game, I was reading some of the posts here. And uh, the one guy apparently walked by the, a booth and, sell, and said, uh, uh, Hoskins needs traded. Uh, Hoskins made some he's made some defensive errors in the postseason so far and it, it sucks that that that's happened um but, but the thing, let's but go ahead it was it was actually it was actually said before he hit the three run shot I'm sure it was it was I'm said sure before it he it, it was said before <laughs> he hit the three run shot and then the next line underneath from the guy who wrote the article Said, gee, I wonder if that, you know, we we, we got to find that guy now. Um, I mean, I was following along on on the base, both on the baseball subreddit and the Philly subreddit, and and it was it was pretty fun. Um, and I was surprised by the amount of of fans of other teams who are pulling for the Phils against the Braves. I don't think I ever realized because the Braves are like, other than the tomahawk chop. They're like one of the most inoffensive teams in baseball. Like, I think because they're not an East Coast team and they're not like a super division powerhouse in the West Coast and they're not like a Chicago team, they're kind of fly under the radar a little bit, even though they've been very good. Um, I just didn't know so many people disliked the Braves that were fans of other teams until today. So that, that was pretty funny. Um, I think more it might be uh, Atlanta might be the the, the Yankees. Everybody, everybody hates the Yankees because they keep winning. Probably the same thing with the Braves at this point because of... Well, I, I, I would put the Dodgers <clears throat> on that level of the Yankees, not the Braves. I mean... I've I've seen people who, as if they play the Braves, you know, whoever's playing the Braves, they they, they play for the team they're, you know, that the Braves are playing the Braves, Look, I, I can be very impartial talking about baseball. The Braves are a very good team, and they're oh, they set up good very good for a long time. They have a lot of guys locked under contracts for a few years. Um, you know, they're making smart moves to build a dynasty. That said, again, one game at a time, and the Phils were fantastic today. 
Um, that said, an old friend of ours royally pissed me off. And I have a podcast, and I'm going to talk about it. Um, <laughs> so maybe you don't celebrate super early in a game before the game is over and send congratulations messages about a game that is in the seventh inning and anything could still happen. And then and then make a comment that they're not going to beat the Dodgers if they get to the NLCS when you're supposedly a super fan and you don't realize that the Phils won the season series against the Dodgers. The Phils went... F- <laughs> they had the season series four, four to three. They won four of those seven games... Could have won five. But no, let's be afraid of the Dodgers. I mean, you already know who I'm talking about without me saying I, it. I know who you're talking about. But the thing is, okay, yeah, you celebrate. Same guy who by, celebrates a shutout in the freaking second period. Yeah, that you never want to do. But no, I mean, yeah, it's one thing when your team's up. In the seventh, you know, something good happened. You know, like when, you know, when the Phillies went up for nothing. Okay, yeah, I celebrate it, but I wasn't like, okay, they have this in the bag. I was like, good, right. we, 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 you know, we yeah, have a good lead now. We have, you know, it's, you know, it's like we have a good lead. Good, let's keep this play going. Let's just keep up, you know, not celebrating like they have it in the bag already. It's just, you know, you're still on edge because you're trying to, you know, like, please don't blow this. Please don't blow this. I said to Jamie, if they lose, I'm blaming him. Oh, I would. Easily. And it just, no it royally pissed me off. I mean, I mean, I will admit it when, when the Phillies and the Cardinals played and it was a t- top of the ninth, two nothing Cardinals, I counted the Phillies out because I've seen, and now this goes not only with the Phillies, but any Philadelphia I, team. I was going to say that's even, ingrained in us. You know, because I've seen that with the Flyers how many times to where they had a good lead going into the third period and blow it. I've seen that. So, or they... It doesn't matter what Philly team you're a fan of. We've all experienced it. Yeah. One way or another. Um, So, yeah, it's that inherent um, fear of losing that always happens. Um that's why I'm saying I can't get ahead of myself. I mean, I, I can factually look at the fact that the Dodgers did not win the season series against the Phils, and I know that that plays in the Phils' favor, but we got to get through this next game with Atlanta before we can even think about the Dodgers. Um, yeah, and, I, and and like I said earlier, that series is tied 1-1. Uh, no, it's, tied, it, it's 2-1. The Phils are up. Well, no, I'm saying the Dodgers, uh, Padres. Oh, the Dodgers and the Padres. Yeah, yeah, that series tied at one. Funny enough, both scores five three. Um, so I mean, yeah, I mean, with with the Phillies up two one, yeah, next game, which is on Saturday, which when you hear this, that game will be over, and we all, you know, we all know our prayers on that one. Just hope they want, you know, it's just, I'm just grateful they're in the playoffs at this point. But to be here, it's and the way they're playing. I mean, they're playing well. Oh, and I'm and not, just I'm not I'm not saying they're playing the best, but they're playing well. And for reference' sake, the Phils also won the season series against the Padres. So, 
Well, there you go. They won this. So, so this is an interesting fact. So they won the season series against the Cardinals. They won it against the Padres and the Dodgers. The only one they didn't win against that is still in the playoffs are the Braves. They went eight for 11. They went eight to 11 against the Braves and the games were all within about three runs of each other. So, well, the thing is that you know yourself games from the Braves and the way the Braves played this year, that's, that's nothing to. No, it's nothing to sneeze at, but we all know how season series and playoff series are. Right. But it helps. Looking, it helps looking with at the, the confidence. stats, looking at the odds, it, it 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 can be a bit of a confidence boost. Like we uh, had yeah. their number before, we know how to beat them, kind of thing. You know, and you know, yeah, the Phillies have made a few errors that we're like, really. But the Phillies, Reese. Because I got to be honest, Boehm has been like the man on at third. He's been all over it like a freaking vacuum cleaner. He's been great. Well, that play at first today, that, but that hit the palm of his glove. and Yeah, yeah Reese, Reese has been a mess the last few games. But, hey, the Mets aren't in it anymore. Sorry, Matt. Um, <laughs> no, he knows how I, we've, we've talked about it. Um, but Keith Hernandez can shove this fundamental baseball bullshit up his ass because the Phils are still doing it. And he didn't want to call the Phils Mets game because the Phillies don't play fundamental baseball, according to him. Interesting. And I guess that's why they beat the Cardinals and all that fun stuff. I guess, um, huh? They beat the Cardinals. We took two from the Braves. We got to take one more. That's so that's I, that's why I said uh, I, I, that's why I said up to that point. <laughs> I didn't go further. I just said up to that point because we're still in this series. I'm not jinxing. I'm just saying. Man, I I gotta go back to it. I'm really pushing for the Mariners. I want to see them make it. Um, that's just that's a super loyal fan base, and and they're starving for playoff baseball. So I'm sure I'm sure that ballpark's gonna be rocking. Oh, I'm sure it was. I'm sure it was, especially, well, I'm pretty sure the Mariners were loving uh, game two of the Blue Jays series. <laughs> Did you see the rally shoes? No, I have not. So Mariners fans were putting. Oh, put shoes on. the Yeah, I saw the shoes on shoes their heads. on their head. Yeah, I, I think it was the inverted hat and the, the shoes on their heads. Yes. Yeah, I did see that one. Yeah, I did. see. I thought you meant like they actually had. Shoes, shoes, like design shoes. No, oh my God, that'd be hilarious. Well, you know what? Anything's possible. Anything is possible. The Phillies uh, are still in the playoffs, so that's proof in the pudding that anything is possible. I'm just saying, let's just say in the playoffs in general, like they made the playoffs. But they you tried know. their damnedest not to. Um, yeah, they, they nearly gave it away. <laughs> Nearly. So, on that note, that's the end of the first. We'll be right back. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. For listeners of the Not Another Sports Podcast, if you visit fansidea.com and use the code NASPOD, N-A-S-P-O-D at checkout, you will get 10% off your order. 
fansidea.com is the place to go for custom-made jerseys, hoodies, shirts, and all kinds of other gear. The perfect product, perfect stitching, perfect sublimation, perfect embroidery, 100% handmade and delivered on time. That's certainty, and it's their promise to you. Again, use the code NASPOD at checkout for 10% off your order at fansidea.com. Baseball fans, check out the Baseball Together podcast. Your hosts, Blackjack Brad and Kansas City Little Big Briggy Blue Eyes, present new episodes for the entire baseball family every Tuesday. Available on all your favorite podcast apps and YouTube. Come join our baseball family, where we do baseball together. If you're looking for a podcasting channel with lots of shows in one spot, look no further than CKCC Radio. I'm Chris O'Mealy, the commissioner of CKCC Radio, and I'd like to tell you about some of the great shows you can listen to when you subscribe to our channel. You can check out The Nerd Table with myself and my co-hosts Eric and Dan as we review all kinds of nerdy topics on a weekly basis. You can also check out two shows by Jeff Trelowitz, the Ranking Tracks podcast and the Real Paranormal Talk podcast, where Jeff ranks songs on the album that he reviews and also talks about his real-life paranormal investigations while talking about famous stories as well. You can check out the Race Nerd podcast with Matt Hardman as he reviews all of the racing events of the past week. Check out Jay Bunny's Music Hub, where Jason Chin interviews various artists throughout the music industry and plays samples of their songs with their permission. Check out The A Show and By The Numbers. Matt Derline, professional wrestling referee, hosts By The Numbers as he interviews wrestlers in matches that he himself has personally been the referee for. And on The A Show, him and Chris Decker team up to draft rosters with special guests from various years in wrestling promotions. There's also the Board to Death binge cast where the Board to Death clan reviews easy to digestible chunks of television shows and movies for your enjoyment. There's also tons of other great shows, but there's too many to talk about here. So you'll just have to check out CKCC Radio at ckcradio.com or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Welcome back for period two. Of course, uh, my favorite season kicked off this week. The NHL season, hockey season's back. How happy are you? Oh, I'm extremely happy that hockey's back for sure. But back to the yelling at the TV nightly and for the Flyers, you know, the the typical Philly thing. As we just talked about the Phillies, just same now with the Flyers. <laughs> right. But no, I was shocked when they opened uh, their season opener the other night against the Devils. I was not expecting it because there has been so much talk about the Flyers really just not doing well since they have Torello and and his coach now, which I think having him in was, is a good choice because he can bring that grit that the Flyers have been losing. I thought he was the the fan choice. I thought I thought the fan base was very excited to have him. I heard mix. I heard there was a mix on, a lot of things on a lot of the choices that that the flyers were doing in the front office and all that. So it's one of those things to where fans might've loved it. Some fans might've hated it. I thought it was a good choice. Well, that's all that matters. Cause you know, you're the one with the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) 
I mean, I was shocked that the Flyers even beat the Devils to begin with. Because they always, the Devils seem to always have the Flyers number, but I have a 5-2 win. I'll take it. But this year, just for expectation, I'm just hoping for playoffs. Just making them at this point. Hell, I'd, 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 I'd even accept close to playoffs. Since last year, they were dumpstered. Not well, sometimes, I mean, all you need to do is is battle back and regroup and light a fire. And, you know, maybe that's what they did. Um, well, with the new coach, I mean, that, you know, Torello could have lit something that really would have set the fires off because the Flyers were last in the Metro. In the, in the Metro division. So it's not like they even put up anything and they were. Fourth from last place in in the entire league. Oof. Yeah. So as you can so like I said, playoffs, you know, even close to playoffs at this point is a progress. But with the NHL kicking off, I mean, the, you know, Ovechkin chasing Gretzky yet. Well, right now he's, I think, only 20. 20 behind Gordon. Wow. I know you mentioned this last year, like his his uh, chances of getting to a certain spot. 21 to tie. 21 to tie for Ovechkin to tie Gordie Howe. Which I can easily see that this year, the way Ovechkin plays and all that, because once he gets on a hot streak, it's going to just, the stats are going to shoot up. Right now, he is... Nope, that's not right. I can't math. He's 114 behind Gretzky to tie him. Okay. So, a couple good seasons. At least three good seasons of... That's not it. That's definitely not it. Oh, no. There you go. With basically 40 goals for three seasons, he'll he'll make it. So he easily could do that. Trying to find a stat here. Come on now. I mean, as long as he stays healthy and he'll be he'll be able to do it for sure. And he's had a long career, so. Yes, he has. Not not Yamir Yager long, but. No, not that. <laughs> no, Yager's still playing. Not in the NHL, but he's still playing. At this point, how many years is he in? Uh oh, jeez. He he was drafted in nine in nineteen ninety. The last time he played on an NHL team was 17-18 with the Flames. Other than that, he's been playing over in the Czech League. Wow. And this season, for him, he's played 43 games, has 8 goals and 11 assists. He's a 50-year-old man. That's I got to be honest, that sounds pretty impressive for... A 50-year-old man. Yes, 
Absolutely it is. I mean, hell, for him still playing at that age, it's... <laughs> right. Think about it. You're playing against somebody who's been that who's been around the NHL that long, or just been around, yeah, in general, and you're playing against him, <laughs> playing against basically a legend yet, who's still beating you, and you're at your prime. Hell, imagine being that young, you know, that, that that young kid who idolized you, and he's taking a face off against you. <laughs> That's crazy. Well, that well, I can actually say that is a very, very interesting experience because I had that back in I think it was fourteen, in uh, the in uh, a a work charity game I played in against the Flyers alumni. Yeah, and I remember that. Bigger, and one of the bigger names was Brian Prop. He was one of the bigger. He was one of the bigger names there, and. Just somebody who played for the Flyers when he did, and you're you're you know you're, you're looking over doing a face off down your he's right there. You're taking a face off against you know against him. <laughs> that's a that's a kind of surreal moment. And I remember you enjoyed yourself. <laughs> it was a fun game. Don't get me wrong. It was. I mean, I remember the game clearly. I mean, it was a fun game. I mean, those players could have just cranked it up at any moment because the one guy actually did in a blink of an eye he was at one end of the ice to the other it's like oh okay not catching him (laughs) you know they could have easily turned it up at any moment you can tell they were probably at like maybe five (laughs) percent because they could have easily just blasted and outskated everybody that was on that ice easily now that was a fun game. That definitely was a fun game. But yeah, no, I mean, even even right now with the season, uh, with the season kickoff, I know it's early, a couple games in. I just hope the Flyers, just for playoff, are close to it at this point. Rangers looking strong. I see the Hurricanes are the favorites to uh, win the Stanley Cup. Hurricanes, uh, Carolina, uh, yeah, Carolina. Colorado, I think New York was involved in that one because right now they're doing well. They've played three games and they're two and one. But I think I heard heard those in the mix, and I heard Florida might be in that mix as well as, as Tampa. I'm trying to think of who else I saw from the East that was looking to win that one. I know from the West they're looking Colorado for sure because you know they always want to put the champion at the top there as a as to repeat. Right. Uh, I'm trying to think who else did I see? I'm on now. Okay. Here's something from, uh, from the Una watch files while you look that up. I saw the flames are going to bring back the early two thousands blasty, the horse alternate Jersey. Yes. I saw that. I thought I, I see. I that. thought that was an ugly ass jersey, so I'm kind of amused you, you're excited for it. Well, no, it's just to see like an old like an old jersey. Yeah, it's not the greatest looking one, but I still liked it. It was how like sad one is of it my... that the old jerseys are now the jerseys from when we played hits all the time? The ones that were like the regular <laughs> jersey then is now the throwback. That hurts. 
Yeah, that does kind of hurt. That does. Because I rationalized the Phils have been using, have been wearing that current jersey <laughs> since 92, and they haven't really freshened anything <laughs> up. Um, yeah, that's... Hockey tends yeah. to... There's a little more overturn in jersey designs in hockey than there is in baseball. Oh, the Leafs were also on that mix. They're putting Toronto as a as a as a contender for the cup. But it's the Maple Leafs. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And they're gonna they're gonna do what the they're Maple Leafs do. Blow it at the end. Either blow it at the Which end. I, I feel or... bad for that fan base, but that, that's because it's a loyal fan base. Toronto is an extremely loyal fan base. But that's unfortunately the the reputation the team has at this point. Yeah, it is. It's unfortunately that's, yeah. For how loyal they are, and they can barely ever get past the first round. I mean, they can get to the playoffs, but them trying to get any further is near nearly impossible. Trying to see if I cannot find that full list anywhere now. No, you're fine. That's debatable. So no, I, I know. I well, know. Let me ask you this before we wrap this up. What are your thoughts on the ads on the jerseys and the helmets? The helmets don't bother me with that. The helmets actually do not bother me with with the ads that doesn't because they did that the you know after the bubble they did that yeah the ads on the jersey i don't know if they can make it subtle and okay fine but if it's going to be like they do over in europe where it's like a full-blown like those ones we saw. Yeah. Where it's like every inch of the uh every inch of the jersey is covered, then that's re- that's a little ridiculous. It's a it's a legitimate fear amongst the the Uniwatch community, myself and I mean my thoughts are it, it, I don't like it, but it might be a necessary evil, but I don't want to see it go beyond what it is. I don't like I don't want to see any sports jersey to just become a walking advertisement. Um, you know the NBA, like the Lakers. I think they have a little wish logo right above the Lakers word crest on the chest, um, and it's in the team colors. So if it's the purple jersey, it's in yellow. If it's on the yellow jersey, it's in purple. It's tasteful. It's well done. You, you notice it, but you really don't. If it's something like that, then probably not. Like if they maybe have it on the bottom of the jersey, like right where the you know close to the bottom where the threading is. Well, I think you the know. Penguins is is on the opposite side that the Captain's yeah, logo I've, would be on. I've seen that one. That one's all right. <clears throat> I mean, if it's an actually legit sponsor of them, like let's say their arena, then okay. Well, I think but theirs is a. Uh, is is blue cross so it's it's thought, it's a local health insurance company i was i think ppg's on the helmet i think ppg is on the helmet but i think 
Yeah, their their sponsors getting them mixed up. But still, they're they're sticking to local. So here's where I'm okay with it. They're sticking to local companies. I'm 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 okay with it. If it's local, if they're supporting what's in their city, fine. Then city, state, region, whatever. As long as they make it tasteful, who cares? But if you start putting on like gas companies or all these other stuff that's not even local to them and the full jersey is the ad <laughs> like when and, like at that point when when does the team stop becoming the team then and i guess to some degree we're hypocritical because the hershey bears are an advertisement without even being an advertisement <laughs> just a name hershey in general i mean everybody thinks hershey the first thing they think of is chocolate or some idiot roaring at the at the guy handing out uh, parking passes. Yeah, that was me. We were there last week. We rode that... one ride <laughs> because it was that it was. It took us forty minutes to get in. That's how long the lines were to get in. We had free tickets, so that's the only way you can really get in into Hershey Park. Well, the story behind the roar was. Me and Jason went to a game. To meet up with Jonathan, they, for the record. Yes. Johnny Bobble. Yep. Yep. To meet up with Johnny Bobble. And apparently Hershey stopped being cash. They stopped taking yeah, cash in general. Yep. So I got there with cash in hand. Like I always did every game I went to for parking. And the guy looked at my hand with cash in it. And he was like, if you roar, I'll give you free parking. I didn't even hesitate. <laughs> For the record, you had exact change, so it's not like he had to make change. You had the exact amount. He could have just taken your $20 bill. But the fact he's like, give you free parking of your roar. No hesitation. Right out with it. There you go. And we both looked at you like, are you serious? It took us until the third period to figure out why. <laughs> yeah, it did, actually. And even we walked around the arena multiple times. It still took us to the third. I mean, with the jersey, I mean, now thinking about this, though, you say about the jerseys, think about the ice, like we saw that, you know, like we did the last time on uh, the one episode where we talked about the advertisements on the ice. Yeah. On but how I over mean, in Europe, it's like literally the whole sheet. Yeah. I mean, don't but get I mean, me wrong. To, to some regard, we're used to that because. There's well, advertise. There's small advertisements on the ice. There's ice on the the boards, or there's not. There's ice on the boards. There's ads on the boards. But the thing is, though, when it's on the ice, the NHL has like in the corners at center. That's really it. Yeah. Where over in Europe, it's literally like looks like a a NASCAR. It's covered. <laughs> It's completely covered. And apparently that now the NHL has virtual ads on the boards. Did you see that one? Oh, they have like the, the video ads that can change every period or whatever. NHL new virtual board ads are and a literal eyesore. Now, this, this, that article was 22 minutes ago from Vancouver. 
Yeah, there's yeah. So I oh, guess anyways, oh, that's not good. What? That is not good. You might have to add this to the video portion of the show. What I am sending you. That that is Uh-oh. not good. Yep. Oh yeah, I seen that one. Yep, where it looks like the players are in the boards behind the ads. That's terrible. Yeah, they yes. they can't keep that. They that that makes the glow puck look like a really good idea. <laughs> exactly. And we That's all know how fun awful. that was at the time. Holy hell. Yep. Yep, I seen well, so, that. Okay. And I- in defense of the glow puck, I understood what Fox was trying to do. They were trying to make it easier for the casual average fan <laughs> to follow, to bring them into becoming NHL fans. I get it. The execution just was not there in 1995. You might be able to pull that off now a little better, but in 1995, you really weren't. It was technology just was not there. It it was the, the idea was oh it was good to bring fans in, but when you watched it, it was just what 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 am i watching they're editing with video toaster they can't do it (laughs) (laughs) that is deep but yeah i mean but yeah i mean with i mean like i said i don't think the ads are as long as they keep it tasteful i mean the, the ads on the helmet they did that last year ads on the jersey some teams have been doing it but you really haven't noticed it too much. So it hasn't been really a big eyesore. So at that point, it really doesn't matter. But it's when they start being like the European leagues and it's all all over the place, then that's kind of crazy. But yeah, and the odds are, uh, now these are the top ones for the odds to win the Stanley Cup. Colorado. Carolina, Toronto, Florida, Tampa, Edmonton. Edmonton of all teams. Mm. Calgary, Minnesota, New York. And that's coming from just an odds tracker here. I'm trying to see. Uh, Sports betting dime is where it's coming from. I mean, of course, the list goes on, but. So those are come some of the top ones there, right? Hell, I'm and just, look, I'm it's, just it's early in the season; anything can happen. Oh hell yeah, the Flyers getting win the Stanley Cup, which we know won't happen. Uh, <laughs> hey, just being realistic, I'm just hoping for playoffs. That's all I'm hoping for. Yeah, I'm not, I, I am happy the NHL kicks off, so it's finally here. It's back. So, on that note, we'll be leaving the second period. And we'll be right back. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. For you, the listener of the Not Another Sports Podcast, our good friends Brad and Brig at Baseball Together want you to check out their shop at 9plusus.com. That's N-I-N-E-P-L-U-S-U-S dot com. And if you check out their shop, you can use the code NASPOD, N-A-S-P-O-D, for 15% off your first order. Check out the different designs on t-shirts, caps, hoodies, raglans, and so much more. Again, that code is NASPOD at checkout for 15% off your order at 9plusus.com. 
Com. Greetings, wrestling fans. My name is Peter DeLong, and if you're looking for quick, easily digestible nuggets of pro wrestling goodness in an episodic format, look no further than Wrestling Shorts with Peter DeLong on YouTube. Join me as I highlight different wrestlers or promotions worthy of your attention. Each episode features wrestlers, teams, and stables that deserve the spotlight, upcoming events in your local independent wrestling scene, or anything else interesting in the world of independent wrestling. Listen in as I run down the must-know info to get you familiar with our subject du jour. And then sit back and enjoy a related match featuring delectable custom commentary by yours truly, including some exclusive footage you won't be able to find anywhere else. Get your wrestling fix in bite-sized episodes with Wrestling Shorts with Peter DeLong. If you have personal footage, an upcoming event, or a product in general that could benefit from being featured on Wrestling Shorts with Peter DeLong, feel free to shoot me a message at PeterDeLongTalks at gmail.com, Peter DeLong on Facebook, or Twitter at DE underscore Talks. Do you have a YouTube channel? Check out All Things YouTube. That's hosted by me, Matt Haas. I'll show you how to make searchable videos people actually watch. That's the key. Hey, look, we live in an amazing time. If you have something to say, you could reach a worldwide audience. A worldwide audience, and all you need is consumer-level gear and good on-camera presence. You don't need anyone's permission. The strategies and techniques you'll learn don't cost extra money, and they don't even take extra time. You just have to do things right. I'll show you how. Plus, all my stuff is free. The best place to start is to point your browser to allthingsyoutube.com. Welcome back for a third period. Now, for the love of the Phillies in the playoffs, we decide third period, our favorite playoff series. Go ahead. You can lead no, actually, off. Actually, no, you'll lead off. Go ahead. Uh, all right. Uh, so I picked the uh, 2008 NLCS, which was the Phils and the Dodgers. Um, so the reason I picked this, and, and I could have went with the 09 one as well, um, because they kind of, they met each other in the NLCS both those seasons. Uh, but the reason I went with 08 is because 08 just seemed – it was – more tense. I mean, granted, the the four one record of that series doesn't tell the whole story, uh, and the reason being is is game three, when Hiroki Kuroda threw a fastball at Shane Victorino's head and the bench is cleared. That that is stuff I I love seeing. Not that I love seeing guys getting pegged in the head with a baseball. <laughs> But yeah, it's on. that <laughs> it's that intensity. It's it's watching these teams who you know the next day probably will text each other and say good game hey. and whatnot. You know, they all get along with each other. In that heat of the moment, everyone came out, everyone's there's they're scrumming, they're yelling. That's fun to me. Seeing that is fun because it means that they're invested, they're fired up. And that seat, that seat series was the one that made Matt Stairs a folk hero in Philadelphia mm-hmm. with his late yep. game homer. Uh, it's what sealed the deal with um, Cole Hamels being the MVP. 
it was just it was it was a more fun series to watch than the World Series with the Phils going against the Rays. And the funny thing is, nobody was ejected that game. No. You would think somebody would be, but nobody was. No, but they they were they were just they were fun. It was a fun series to watch, and it was the next year too. I mean, the Phils and the Dodgers during that time period had had games that were they were must see TV for me. Obviously, any Phils games must see TV for me. But there's certain teams that you know you're going to see a really hard fought game, and that's what I liked about the Phils Dodgers games during that time frame. That was that was a good series. I mean, yeah, the Phillies won four to one, but it wasn't like every game was a complete blowout. I mean, the biggest difference was five runs, and that was game three, seven to two. Right. That was the big. That was the only. That was the biggest separation. Uh, game one was one run. Game two was three runs. Four was two runs. Five was four runs. Yeah, I mean they, they were hard fought games, and and the Dodgers weren't slackers by any means. I mean they no. had just as good a pitching as the Phils did. It, but that's what I want to see. I want like as I don't want to see. I don't want to see blowouts. I don't want to see shutouts. I want to see two teams battling back and forth, jockeying for the win. That's a hard fought game that, that that pulls me in more as a viewer and a baseball fan. You know, that series definitely, I mean, well, it's the Dodgers. I mean, the Dodgers are always a team that you never just want to slouch at. And when the Phillies have them in a series, like you said, Oh wait, Oh nine. It just seems to be that good of a series. And that was also, you know, that was a battle between two really great managers, between Charlie Manuel and Joe Torre. You know, I mean, that, it just was, it was a perfect storm for that time period of baseball. Oh, yeah, two big coaches. I mean, it's just, you know, two big managers like that. It's, yeah, it's definitely something, you know, to try to get that strategy, to try to get that, we got to try to get this to, the you know, how do we get past them back and forth? The strategies, yeah, game three was the heated one, but still. It, it, I mean, and, and you know what? A lot of the Phil's series, I mean, the, the Phil's had a series against the Giants in 2010 that was highly contested and the benches cleared because Utley flipped the ball back to the pitcher after it hit him. I'll Which I know, I know there's people who hate Chase Utley that aren't Phillies fans. I get it. But no one could take a pitch just to get a runner on base like Chase Utley. There, there is a compilation uh, from a YouTube channel called Nothing If Not Inconsistent. They do a lot of Phillies comps. Um, and one is just of Utley. It's 10 minutes of Utley getting pegged. And he, just, he, turns, he turns right into it and takes it square on the back. And he just goes right to the base. Like he... He doesn't react. He doesn't act like it hurts. He just. I I miss seeing someone play like that. I said that tonight to Jamie. I miss watching Chase Utley play baseball because he was just a gritty baseball player. He was a throwback. Well, I was thinking about when he left Philly and 
when he came back, everybody gave him a standing ovation. Oh, that's what you get when you play hard and you hustle and you show up and when you show when when you play with heart and not just play for the check. Which you know some players do. They're just like, yeah, but I'm here. One of them but, being uh, Manny Ramirez, who was on the Dodgers in 2008. Sorry, I'm not a Manny Ramirez guy. Anyway, why don't we go into you your say. before I go down the the wormhole here? Oh, you don't go down the rabbit hole. You don't. Nope, go you on deck. <laughs> Mine is, of course, it's hockey. Uh, mine is the 2000 Eastern Conference semifinals between the Flyers and the Penguins. Of course, a rivalry between the two teams, Battle of Pennsylvania. But this game, the the the, the, the this playoff series had two overtime games, and the one was actually named the marathon game. This game went five overtimes. And I have this game on DVD. And I was actually watching it the other day, to be honest with you. It was funny. And it was even before we, we uh, you know, we thought about uh, the topics for this episode. And just watching that, ser- you know, just rewatching that series, just thinking of that the that the game went five overtimes, and that was the game that turned the Flyers to win the series, to win that series four games to two, because the Pens were up two games to none, and the Flyers uh, beat them in game in game three. Uh, four three in overtime in game four it was the five overtime one where Keith Primo scored I mean I know these are names going to be going back because Ron Tugnut was in net uh, and I actually found uh, a document or an, an article on it where I, and I didn't realize it till I just saw this according to this there's only 22 penalty minutes for the whole game the whole game four which wow. normally pens, which normally pens flyers, you'd see that higher. <laughs> and the shots on goal were seventy-two for the Flyers and fifty-eight for Pittsburgh. So that goals against average went up substantially. <laughs> but for that series, they—I mean, for everything I saw, just in the way the Flyers just played after that was, and I remember just because I was so amped because of just, they beat the Penguins that year. They actually had a really good team despite they lost in the conference finals to the devils. But that series though was a big, of course, like I said, Phillies Penguins rivalry. You can't go wrong with that. Anytime the Flyers play the Pens, hell how many times have me and you talked about, uh, they should play an outdoor game at Beaver stadium. Dead set in the middle of Pennsylvania. You know, it dead would probably set, set a record. It it definitely gets sold out for sure. You know, the Battle of Pennsylvania. The only downside is that? is that it's a two lane highway to get out, and the parking's not the best. Stay, come for the two hour hockey game, leave for the six hour drive home. That's only normally an hour and a half. <laughs> yeah, that's. 
Yeah, that is, a, <laughs> that, is that is a bad part of that. Yeah, because three twenty two is you know it's it's once you get to three twenty two, it's not that bad. It's just leaving just leaving state college in general is the worst part of it. But no, that would be a, I mean, how many times have we said that? A lot yeah, for years now. You know, but no, that series was definitely it. It became uh, that game three became the third longest in NHL history at 92 minutes and one second. And what's funny is that that was almost beaten two years ago in the bubble against Tampa and Columbus. Because that game went five overtimes, 90 minutes and 27 seconds. Ooh. The bubble. Gotta love it. It works. Yeah, so remember when they said about welcome to the seventh uh, period stretch. To kind of <laughs> add some humor. Which they ha- I mean, the way they did, I know we, back to the bubble, here we go. But the way they did the bubble with everything that was going on, they tried to add humor to the games, which it worked. When the one game, it said, please leave, you know, you know at the end of the game, you know, please, you know, uh, please leave safety, you know, uh, safely go into your vehicles and all that. I think this one said, please, uh, please leave your couch safely. was one of them. <laughs> uh, and the fact that I think that was the first year that Bettman didn't get booed. Which I would have yeah, lost. I remember if they we, we talked about this. Yeah. And that they should have put that. They were talking about putting the audio in just for the booze, just to bring it back. But no, yeah, I, I chose this series just because of not just because one, I'm a Flyers fan Two, Penguins Flyers playoffs are always a big, big rivalry. Now I got to go back it, to something here. Cause you were talking about injecting humor and in the seventh period stretch. I don't think anyone can top Mike Emmerich and Bill Clement on the call of the Easter epic from 87 because <laughs> they were just wrecked. They they sounded drunk. They were that tired. Yes, they were. Clement has his tie wrapped around his head like a headband and yep, like he's Rambo going in for war. Well, oh, by yeah, that, that point, it probably bad. felt like war. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just seeing that was just funny. Thank 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 God for YouTube or that had been lost in time. Right. That's definitely, uh, yeah. That's definitely something. That's definitely something to see with uh, that Tyrant said, like I said, he's looking like Rambo. I don't think anyone could ever top them calling that multi overtime game. Nope. 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 But I do find it funny though. I mean, you know yourself in any hockey game, especially in overtime. How many goals are pretty? They're not, not that many. They're they're ugly. Yes, but as anything else, it doesn't matter how it goes in as long as it goes in. That's, That's what she said. What matters? How did I know you're going to go that? <laughs> I was waiting for it. You you left it open. There you go. Put on a plate there for you. It, you did. But this, but this one by Primo was actually pretty. 
this actually was a pretty goal for to end that game. Yeah, no, that's I mean, with playoff even baseball, when you go into you know deep into the game, the tension rises just because it's playoffs and you want to win that game. But when you go past nine innings, I mean, it's, it's any game, it's any sport. Um, you know, once you go past regulation and you're, you're, you're fighting for a playoff spot. I mean, look at last year in the NFL. I mean, there were games that one, uh, I believe it was the chiefs and the bills. Oh, we've been talking about it. I think on the show that went back and forth. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that's those are the kind of games that are so fun to watch because one, you don't know when it's going to end, but you know that when it ends, it's going to be awesome, and and the place is either going to lose their mind or they're going to just be completely wrecked because the team didn't win. But you know, you're watching something special as it's happening. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely. That's definitely something, yeah, that's any type of overtime, like you said, sport. Well, look at the Super Bowl. Yeah, I know when Brady won it, when they played Atlanta, first time a Super Bowl went into overtime. And look, you know, that I mean, that was exciting because you didn't know what was going to happen. You didn't know what was going on. And, and you got to think whether it be, I mean, for baseball, it's extra innings. You know, other sports, it's overtime, so on. If you have to kick into an extra gear, you're oh, not yeah. you're not playing with what you had at the beginning of the game. You now got to dig deep. And it, it, to me, I think that makes whichever team wins even that much stronger coming out of it going into their next game. Because oh, you have yeah, that I mean, momentum, that's... you have that. Yeah, that push. Yep. Well, think of this. You you brought up the Chiefs and Bills. That game went overtime. Well, the Chiefs did overtime for the co- for the conference uh, championship against the Bengals. So they had two overtime games in a row. Yeah. So you know, so think of that one for them. Now, playoff hockey, or you know, well, playoffs in general. I, mean, I just love playoff hockey just because it's that, and playoffs in general are always a. <clears throat> Always fun to watch because when me and my wife first met, I took a two-hour hockey game in the playoffs. It was the it was actually the it was against the it was uh, Hershey Bears games. I forget who they were against. I forget what game it was, and it was it was during the Calder Cup Finals. Luckily enough, they won, but still, that was her first ever hockey game. <laughs> so what's what's funny is uh, Jamie and I second date. Was a preseason Bears game. Uh, didn't you get that in the box? She somehow got box seats, yeah. And the next box over was my old boss from my old job. <laughs> I, I, it wasn't awkward by any means. It was it was fine, but it was just funny that I hadn't seen him in like a year, and there him and his wife are in the box beside us. That's funny. That's funny. Well, on that note, that'd be the end of the uh, third period. Oh. 
Gotta love it. You're right. Yay! <laughs> I'm always all right. It's like at the corner of my eye, I see like the I uh I'm on the tablet. I have the hurricanes and the sharks on. At the corner of my eye, all all I see is the back and forth on the ice. Gotcha. Well, so, uh, I'll update you. Uh, the Dodgers are still losing in the eighth. Um, and still two one. Uh so. Um, I was actually uh, looking to bring that game back on. Was on uh, FS1, I think it was on? Yes, FS1. Yeah, because yeah, I was actually just looking to bring that one up, too. Ah, oh, full count. So, real quick here, you can catch me on the Philly Baseball Together pod- podcast. Uh, that is monthly throughout the baseball season. Uh, that is myself and my co-host Tori, who I mentioned in the the first period was at tonight's uh, Phillies game. Uh, and you can join us every month as we discuss what's going on with the Phils. Uh, we did record an episode last Friday. I don't believe it's been posted yet. Uh, Brad from Baseball Together is the uh, the production guru on that. Um, I just clean up the audio and send it to him, and when he has time, he posts it. Um, so I don't know when that's going to be posted. Uh, it's already a little dated at this point. No worries. Um, but you can find the Philly baseball together podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Uh, you can also catch me on the weeks that we don't do NAS pod. I'm on the rock and Randy's podcast, uh, where myself and the other moderators of the rock and Randy's pro wrestling outlaws, Facebook group, Facebook group, bring our admin chat to you, the listener. I got to tell you, we were three episodes in and, Every episode, I'm damn near in tears <laughs> because it, it is literally our chat come to life. It really is. Um, between Albert's impersonations uh, and Smokey's just non sequitur humor, uh, it kills me. Last episode, uh, or episode three, I think we really found our groove. Uh, we did our, our dream wrestling cards, and it just it, it gave us a ton of topics to talk about. The show runs two hours. If you like wrestling, give us a listen to. If you know us from the groups, give us a listen to. Uh, we're having a lot of fun doing it. I don't know what we're talking about next week, but I'm sure it'll be something fun. Uh, you can find us wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, the A Show is back with Matt and Chris. Uh, that's a, a I think that's also bi-weekly. Uh, it's a wrestling podcast, the two of them and a guest. I think they were doing two guests now uh, draft and book the best wrestling show within the parameters they give each week. You can find the A show on CKCC radio and wherever else you get your podcasts. Uh, last, but certainly not least, uh, please go check out broken kayfabe by, uh, by my good friend, Frankie and his co-host Ariel. Uh, those two guys, it's kind of considered the after show of breaking kayfabe with Bowdrin and Barry. Uh, give it a listen to just because Frankie's, a freaking great guy. Him and his wife do a lot of really great charity stuff and they do a lot of great stuff uh, to bring fans who maybe can't afford to make it to the, the one fan fest. They fly them in. They, they put them up in a hotel. They take care of their needs. They're just really awesome people. And that's why I'm going to continue to plug broken kayfabe <laughs> until the cows come home. Cause they're hey, just, why they're, not? they're good people. Gotta, gotta give love when it deserves it. Um, I got, I don't think I have anything else. David is making quite the face. What are you watching? 
the game. Did you see his hand? Well, uh, no, because I'm facing away from the TV. Oh. I'm not sure if he dislocated it, jammed it, or what. His finger. No, that's his... good. It's Trey Turner, who's supposed to become a Philly in the free agency. That's awesome. Um, yeah, his finger does not look like it should be bent that way. Or look that way, even. Well, that's why they have that sliding glove. Uh, it wasn't his sliding glove, though. Sliding mitt, whatever it is. It looks like an oven mitt, for the record. Kind of does. Anyway. (laughs) Do you have something hot there? He's putting another one on. What, another mitt, or? Yeah. The way his hand looked, it just looked like he jammed his finger. Now he looks like Daffy Duck getting into the ring with uh, Elmer Fudd. Yep, 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 yep. That's all, folks. <laughs> I'm just going deep with the references tonight. I'm sorry, everyone. Um, no, you're just, not. <laughs> I don't think we have any more plugs. Um, and my plugs tonight were really rambling because I'm dead tired. Um, do you have anything? No. Yes. Maybe. I'm good. All right. <laughs> Thank you for joining us for episode 56 of the Not Another Sports Podcast. You can find us online through our Linktree account that is listed in the description of every episode. Click click that link, and it will take you to our website, our anchor page, our social media accounts, our our store. Um, If you go to our store, get a shirt. We have plenty of T-shirt designs. Uh, We have one with our meaty looking faces on them we have the nascar parody shirt the front offices kill fa- fan bases shirts uh and i think we have some long sleeve shirts as well mm-hmm. um hoodies go check us out we have hoodies that time uh, of year all, des- all designed by david david did a lot of hard work on them and we appreciate that uh if you want to watch us we are on youtube david posts those videos sunday wednesday and friday the week after the show comes out so if you want to watch those they're in period segments so if you want to watch them please subscribe to our youtube page we would greatly appreciate it and if you do leave us a comment uh let us know that you're watching us and what you think uh, with that, the Not Another Sports Podcast is available for streaming or download at Anchor.fm, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Podcast Addict, Amazon Music, Audible, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, and I don't even know where else anymore. We're everywhere, man. Um, like Johnny Cash, we've been everywhere. Uh, please don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. With that, I am Jason. I'm David. And let's go Phillies! Absolutely. Have a good one.